Today on The Good Word, we're talking about filling a glass and the symbol of everyday things. Would you describe yourself as a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person? The amount of water in a glass has become shorthand for optimism or pessimism. But there's another philosophical question about filled glasses we're missing. The hypothetical glass is full. Even if only half of the substance is water, the rest of the space is occupied by air. Why discount something so essential to life as oxygen? It comes down to different definitions of full and our human tendency to only consider what we think is directly relevant. Sure, the glass has some air in it, but everything around it does too. The room and the building, they're all full of air. The room isn't full of water, which makes the question of the contents of the glass a very specific question. Many common situations take on more meaning when we put it in their proper context. We interact with glasses of water every day, but the question of optimism or pessimism adds a layer of nuance to a daily task. Similarly, we eat and drink more often than almost anything else we do, but God has elevated food and drink to something higher in certain situations. When he first introduced the sacrament of the Lord's Supper in Matthew chapter 26, he forever connected the common physical actions of eating and drinking with his great sacrifice. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and brake it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. This explanation is expanded in the Book of Mormon in 3 Nephi chapter 18. Not only is common drink and bread made sacred through association, but the Lord extends the symbolism of being filled. And when the disciples had come with bread and wine, he took of the bread and brake and blessed it. And he gave unto the disciples and commanded that they should eat. And when they had eaten and were filled, he commanded that they should give unto the multitude. And when the multitude had eaten and were filled, he said unto the disciples, Behold, there shall be one ordained among you, and to him will I give power, that he shall break bread and bless it, and give it unto the people of my church, unto all those who shall believe and be baptized in my name. And it came to pass that they did so, and did drink of it, and were filled, and gave unto the multitude, and they did drink, and they were filled. The entire gospel of Jesus Christ is full of symbolism taken from everyday things. Everyday realities like bread, water, wheat, stone, sand, or the sun remind us of the spiritual dimension of our lives. We may not think of the sacrament of the Lord's Supper or communion every time we grab a quick bite to eat, but the regular repetition of that communion never lets it stray too far from our minds. It fills us in a way that we can't hope to replace with carbohydrates or calories. It's through the power of Jesus Christ and the Spirit that these symbols take on significance and fill our hearts. Otherwise, it would all be as meaningless as empty air. And that's the good word.